Today, there are two million descendants of French-Canadian immigrants living in New England. These are our stories. Welcome to the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. Venez tous jeunes filles et garçons, je vais vous raconter l'histoire de notre immigration ici au USA, de grands aventuriers de pays étrangers. This is the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. I am Jesse Martineau. Now, this week's episode is probably an episode that is long overdue. We have spoken quite a bit on this podcast in the past about the amazing help the Quebec government's office in Boston has been. Now, we spoke about them when we talked about Hutsinfest in the past Hutsinfest episode, and we have spoken about them extensively when we talked about the New England Franco Route GeoTour which has been very successful and would never have happened without the support from the Boston office. Well, today we will be talking with a hugely important member of that office. Joining us is Marie-José Duquette, the culture, francophone, and academic affairs attaché from the Delegation du Québec of Boston. Marie-José, welcome to the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. Hello, welcome. Thank you. Appreciate you joining. I'd like to get your story first before we get going into kind of the office and what the office does. So where are you from? Well, so I'm from Montreal. You know, I was born in Montreal, grew up in Montreal. And, you know, Montreal is an island, so it's very easy to know, you know, if you're in Montreal. So I was, you know, I'm really a person from Montreal. Yes. Grew up in... um, close to Marché Jean-Talon, if people know a little bit about Montreal. So it's close to the Little Italy, too. So, uh, yes. Very, very cool. I mean, that is to say I don't know a ton about, but it's, I can tell you, it's a really fun place to visit when you're 18. That, that I can tell. Uh, yeah, well, I know that. <laughs> I'm sure you, you get your share of Americans up there. All right. Now, if you don't mind, just real quick, because I know when you go to Montreal, it's got the reputation of kind of being the most English of the cities. In Quebec. Are there like special regions or like their neighborhoods where everybody kind of speaks French and Neighborhoods where everybody speaks English, or is it kind of more of a mix? I honestly don't know. No, well, long time you talk about Montreal. Yes, yeah, yeah, Montreal. Yeah, yeah. well, long time ago, you know, Saint Laurent Street. It's really a street that goes to north to south, and it divides, you know, east to west. That's mm-hmm. you know, so that's the street. And long time ago, I would say west was people talk, you know, speak English, sure. and east was you know people speak French. Now it's a mix, I would say that. We don't, nice. the, 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 the street is still there. Cinema Street is still <laughs> sure, there. Sure. But I mean, now it's more uh, a mix, you know, between uh, English and French, I would say, yeah. Very cool. Now, what, I'm, I'm always curious, if you're talking to people from Quebec, what, if anything, did you know about Franco-Americans when you were growing up in Montreal? Is this something you learned at school? Knew we exist at all? I'm curious. Well, sadly, I would say no. When I was young, I mean, we we didn't learn about that, you know, so it was not in the history class. And that's really sad because sure. it's, it's part, you know, of the history. So really the first time is when I came here and what I learned was, wow, I was very impressed, you know, with the French Canadian came here 100 years ago right. and they came here to work. So that that was very, very special for me. But now we have more and, and more, I would say, webinar about this and people in Quebec, you know, they always try to um, listen. But I mean, at this time, in, in when I was young, no, we didn't have this information, you know, but maybe it changed now. I hope. No? 
Yeah, no, I hope so too. Because I do think that when I interacted with people up in Quebec, um, and I told them my story, I think a lot of them found it super interesting. I think we need to do, being Franco-Americans, be very much included, need to do a better job being able to present it in French. I think that would be super, super helpful. Correct. We have some movie like it's Trans Pouvoir, you know, so we have some movie that, sure. you know, you know about this story. But when I really talk about in, in class, you know, at school, mm-hmm. when you learn about, you know, history, that, that's the, the place that we should also know. Yeah, it was kind of fun. I have uh, somebody I met through the podcast, actually, who is, his teaches history in Drummondville. And oh. he, he had me address his class, you know, virtually. I was coming from my living yeah. room like I am now. And it was very, very fun to see their reaction to a Franco-American, like as though I was something out of a history, like like a pilgrim or something. They had never, no idea that, you know, we were here, that we still existed. It was pretty wild. Now, how did you end up working then for the government office in Quebec? Seems like an amazing job. Oh, yes, yes. I mean, we're really well, also a really good team. Um, I would say, well, I lived in in Boston, right? close to Boston for 12 years and uh, but I worked only for three years you now at the Quebec office so I was always let's say involved with the, some activities always want to participate and uh, one Laurence she has to leave to uh, maternity leave and I just no it was open position so I just yes apply and, and I got the job yeah. First of all how long has there been an office in Boston? Well, the office is there since 1970. Oh, wow. You know, so, yes, exactly. We, um, the theme is 10 people now. So we really grew up and uh, we have the delegate, Madame Marie-Claude Francaire. So she's the delegate, but also we have two different teams. We have one is a public affair and we mm-hmm. have other one is economy. So public affairs, it's, um, it's my colleague, Michael, and I, you know. So Michael is more about the relation between uh, the government. And me, as you said, is more cultural and academy, francophonie. And also the other team is about economy. So we have person who take care of this um, medical, aerospatial, construction. So we have different people who take care of different kind of area. Let's say that. So if people want, like a company in Quebec, you know, wants to come here in New England, well, we can help them, you know, we can support them. So, uh, and it's a vice versa too, you know, if people, a company from here wants to go to Quebec, it's the same thing. Really two different teams, but we work together, but we have sure. like, we cover a different uh, area. Gotcha. No, this is cool. Because I, I think a lot of people don't necessarily realize that this resource is out there, which I think is pretty yeah. fascinating. So let, I would like to talk about the, the economic side. So essentially, are you do you work with Quebec companies wanting to do work in New England or Quebec companies wanting to do work in Quebec? Do you try to well, negotiate opportunities? Yeah, well, let's say that it's, it's a company who wants to come here in aerospatial. Let's say that, you know, well, they always have people, company here, and we can put in contact, you know, because most of the time also people, they don't know about the territory. We know because we are here, so we can give the information, you know, and sometimes they have really a good relationship between some company here with other companies. So our job also is really to put in contact people, you know, and companies. It's huge money from between mm-hmm. the interaction across the border here for, for a whole lot of companies. I remember I was when I was in the uh, state legislature here in New Hampshire. I just remember seeing how much how what a huge percentage of our economy was driven between that commerce that goes across that border. 
Well, yes, because well, first of all, we're so close, you know. Sure. So it's it's that, that's that's the thing. We're really close. You, you know, we have also French um, French Canadian company comes here because they have, as I said, you know, really good relationship with Quebec. You know, so um, yes, it's it's very impressive with all this company we have here. Yeah. Is there like do you work with small businesses too who want to relocate, or is it just kind of like? Big... Well, most of the big business, they don't necessarily need us. Let's say that, you know, the okay. big business, but the sure. small business or sometimes is a division of a big business, you know, wants to come here. Yeah. Very cool. No, that's an awesome resource then. And any, and they just call you up, somebody from Well, the, I would like... say the right, what you do is just to go on the website. The website, we have, you have all the information about the Quebec government, you know, in Boston. All the people you have, you have the email address. Mm -hmm. So it's very easy. I would say that you can see your section, you know, is it construction? Well, you have the person who take care of this and you just send an email. So it's easy to find the information. No, that's very, very cool. Okay. And how about the, I guess, the public affairs side? What do you guys do? Yeah, so the public affairs is different. I mean, we don't deal with the business. You know, it's it's more sure. about, so my colleague, my colleague is more about the relations, you know, with the government. So it's different um, because, you know, we cover six, six states in New England. So any is more about francophonie, cultural. So the artists, you know, artists from Quebec who wants to come here, we will help. So we really oh, cool. promote the culture of Quebec in New England. And also academic. So I do a lot of presentation in school um, for um, French students. Okay. And I talk about Quebec in French. Nice. And, um, and you know, it, it's, it's a lot of, about history. You know, why would we speak French? It's because of the history. So, you know, history, politics too, uh, geography. So it's it's really general, but it's a presentation. You know, most of the time is in high school. I would say with um, yeah, with the French student. No, that's very very neat. No, that's cool. But I guess first of all, I should explain something I learned the hard way when I was in Quebec. I made reference to the New England states all the time, and never occurred to me, of course, that people might not know what the New England states are when I said New England when I was there. And then I was only after talking to a few people, I'm like, why would they have any idea what New England is? So it is the six states, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island, when we say New England. And I got to correct myself because I do it all the time. I just say New England and just kind of assume that everybody knows what I'm talking about. Street northeast of the country. You're right. But, you know, in Quebec, we know Vermont, we know New Hampshire, we know all <laughs> this thing, it. you know. It's, yes, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. No, of course. Which I think is kind of fun. It has nothing to do with any of this. But I, it's always, when I was up there, uh, it was always Nouvelle Angleterre. It was always, they said it in, that That was always translated into French. New Hampshire was like New Hampshire. But Nouvelle, it was always Nouvelle Angleterre when I saw it. In French. So that was kind of fun. Now, when you have your conversation, I'm curious, when you talk to these students, these high school students, um, how many of them are familiar with the story that you've come across? Well, they are, I would say they are curious. They know about Quebec. Doesn't sure. mean that they have been to Quebec. The other thing is, as you know, most, some of them has a French, can, a French uh, name. You know, right. the last name is a French name. And, um, and I always ask a question, why? why did you decide to learn French? Why not another language? 
you know, because at school you can learn Spanish, as you know, or, or maybe another language. So why French? Why did you decide, you know? And I said, no bad answer. And well, some say because they want to travel, they want to go to France, uh, they want to go to Quebec, but most of them also say it's because my grandparents, you know, speak French and I want to talk with them in French. And I said, oh my God, it's so nice, you know, when you hear something like this and they say, wow. I said, that's also a, a really good reason. So the students, they are young, but they know how it's important to communicate with, you know, in the, the language with their grandparents. So right. that, that's really, that's beautiful, you know. Absolutely. No, that's super powerful. That's awesome. I, it's funny, I was even asked, obviously I get, I get my new job now, but you know, introducing myself and one of the people in the office actually asked me, um, why there are so many French names? Because they, they come across French names all the time just in the day-to-day -day of their job. And they just couldn't understand why there were so many French names. Because it's like they didn't, they, they had never been taught that, you know, there's 2 million of us. Because, you know, almost a million came down. Well, like exactly, on 1 sides, million. Yeah. You know, we are eight, around 8 million people in Quebec. Okay. So 100 years ago, 1 million came here. I mean, that's a lot when you it's think huge. about this. Okay, they say, if this 1 million didn't come here, we will be 12 million people in Quebec. Right. But because 1 million came here, we are 8 million now. So just the number top. Yeah, it made such a huge, I mean, mm -hmm. changed the history of both places. And yet it is kind of funny considering how significant it is that um, I do think most or too many on both sides of the border just don't even know about it. It's just not something mm -hmm. they were taught growing up. It's but I think now they, they talk more and more about this, you know, more. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks to a lot of the work you guys are doing. That's why you yeah. guys exist for sure. Like, are there a bunch of Quebec offices like all through the states? Or well, other so we are. Yes. Yeah, so there, there are six, around six, you know, in the United States. So oh, we okay. have the, the biggest one is in New York. Nice. Um, so there are more than 30 people, you know, work there. Oh, wow. We have also Chicago, Washington, LA. Um, so we are in six, I would say, in in in, U in United States and thirty three around the world. Oh wow! So, yes, yes, a lot of in Europe. Yes, and also I would say West Africa. You know, Northwest Africa. Sure, sure, sure. So, so uh, yes. This was all around the same time that that these. No, 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 different, different time. You know. Yeah, gotcha. yes. not all of them along around as long as this Boston office has. Yeah, exactly. No, that's super interesting, though. That's very, very cool. And because, again, this is something that's I think it's pretty unique that it's not like um, I have a New Hampshire office in Quebec oh. somewhere. You know, so it is kind of cool that they have this whole yeah. delegation, which is cool. Now, do you guys do because I saw that there is like a little tabby on the on your website about immigration you guys have anything at all to do with that or what what kind of no well yes and no. i mean no it, it's more general i would say if someone asks question to how to immigrate to quebec or, or canada we say well they have to talk with canada so we don't take care of you know visa or all this kind of thing you know we will refer to the consulate of canada because there is a consulate of canada in boston you know so it's more it's more about the, the right of people, you know, so we take it more, it's more this kind of question that really the 
specific how to immigrate. You know? Sure. Now, if you want to study in Quebec, you know, so we can't, you know, give you information about colleges and something like this, because it's another reason also why you learn French is you can go to Quebec and to go to the to college in Quebec. So we have, sure. you know, many 14 colleges in around you know in Quebec so <laughs> so that's 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 the way that we give information about this you know but if it's a specific question about immigration it's more the consulate of Canada they can answer oh yeah can you just talk about some of the programs you guys involved with well so do you want to talk about the francophonie so the yes. month of francophonie okay so as you know March is the month of francophonie we we celebrate you know with many activities and events you know and um as you know just you know we mm -hmm. uh, have this Kirouac uh, celebration because Jack Kirouac would celebrate 100 years old he will be 100 so we have different uh, activity um and one is the the geocache you know that they will have in low world and is specific for Jack Kirouac so we're very very happy for that and thank you with you know your help and also we there is a panel you know with uh, le centre de la francophonie des amériques um who, you know we have three people will talk about jack kirouac its author and journalist and it's very interesting because you know it's a perspective about how you see jack, jack kirouac so the french people they don't see jack kirouac the same way than American people and French Canadian people. Sure. So this is a panel also very interesting about um, his life. Also, we have different activities. We have also um, movie, French Canadian movie um, with different um, partner. We have like the French Cultural Center in Boston. You will have, you know, there, there is a movie. Um, so we have really different activity. And I will say again to people, just go on the website and you will see, we will publish, you know, all the activity we have. But, um, and, and it's, 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 it's funny because it starts with one day, you know, one sure. day to celebrate Francophonie. And after that, it was one week and now it's a month. <laughs> and it's like, we don't have enough to do what we want to do, you know? <laughs> So yeah. it must be, a, I'm guessing it's probably a pretty busy month in the office there for you guys. Yeah. Oh, yes. We have a lot of activity and it's very interesting. Very, very. Yeah. Yeah. We are definitely excited about the Adventure Lab that'll be coming up. Yeah. It's going to be an entire same, same group from Mark and Mike and putting together, you know, Melody's helping out with writing. So again, putting together just a tour of Lowell of places that are significant to the Jack Relax story. So it's gonna be way, way fun. It'll be cool. Now you mentioned this the Centre de Francophonie des Amériques. Exactly. I'm just curious, what, what's your relationship with that organization? So we work a lot, so they really promote you know French in America. So mm -hmm. it's um yeah, and they do um very activity for um example, the teacher. Teacher wants to have some tool how to teach you know to french to um, student and um, they can find all the information on the website they have also a book in library so uh, in bibliothèque like a library library yeah. virtual virtual library if you're oh, a cool. member if you're a member you can have book you know virtual book and to be a member, it's free, by the way. So, you know. That's awesome. And also for school, they can, uh, the teacher, French teacher, you know, they can meet also a French Canadian author. 
So that's another good activity with Le Sound de la Francophonie des Amériques. And they have so many webinars now. Oh, really? Know, since since, since sure. the pandemic, you know, since right. the pandemic. So different subjects. They cover very, very interesting subjects, you know. So you can, again, go on the website and you can see all the events, you know, they have. It's Centre de la Francophonie des Amériques. We can make sure to link that below when we post this podcast absolutely because i know you guys have been really active with a lot of the groups because I, I i first discovered your office when i was on the board of directors for the franco-american center so maybe could you tell us about some of the work you do with all the various franco-american groups right. throughout all new england yeah, so we, we like to uh, be partner, let's say, with um, all this association who really uh, promote the culture of the Franco, you know, Canadian and Franco-American. So um, we have different, you know, organization. I can think about in Maine, you know, they have the Gendron Franco Center, sure. they, you know, in, and they have also different museum. Also, we have some university have also collection from America, uh, Franco-American, so uh, in Maine. So we really collaborate together. The, the museum, the Museum of Work and Culture in Woonsocket, Rhode Island, you know, yeah. really explain this history about the French Canadians who came here. So we, we do also a lot of um, activities together. And again, during Le Mois de la Francophonie is the best time, you know, to do this kind of activities together. More we can collaborate with these people and these organizations, better it is. Yes. No, that's awesome. Now, wh where do you, where can people go? in order to find out information what is your website that we should send people to so my the website of uh, quebec is just <laughs> quebec uh, government uh, in boston ou la délégation du quebec à boston and that's where they can find all the events you guys are working on and all these movies you're telling us about so that sounds yes, pretty fun yes yes but also the, there is facebook so we have a facebook ah, cool. page you know sure. so it's the same thing so most <laughs> of the time we have also yeah so we put um you know, more cultural activity on the Facebook. Yes, you know. Awesome. We can make sure to link to that too. All right, very, very cool. All right, well, this is awesome. I appreciate your time, Marie Jose. This is cool. I'm glad we're able to do this. Now our fathers look at us and sigh with despair To think that everything they love we simply do not share But the spirit never dies, our culture will survive each of us must choose how much to keep alive. Each of us must choose how much to keep alive. Special thanks to Josie Vashon for providing the music. You can find more about her at josievashon.com. This podcast was produced and edited by Mike Campbell. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at fclpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at fclpodcast for more information about the topics discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this episode.